one night you're watching TV yeah. and then it's like, oh, no parents aren't around. You yeah. turn on HBO or Cinemax and like, wow, you learn something. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, and you'd be like, I'd be watching Inspector Gadget and it's like the the second movie and I was like five and I was like, wait, this isn't the first one? And then it's just like, I come to realize, oh, it came out before my, my birth, you know, so it's, it's kind of weird. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Where did you go? <laughs> we were talking that? about sex. <laughs> I'm trying to relate somehow. Okay. Dude, am I actually gay from saying all these type of things? But then it's like, no, I'm straight. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not a bad thing to be gay. It's just that that's some just some just people's Daniel's, lifestyle. Uh, Daniel is a what is he? Daniel's against the gays. That's yeah. what it is. Mm. I'm not homophobic. Okay, <laughs> I'm just. Oh yeah, do you have a gay friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, a, that's what I always love. Whenever somebody's like, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Yeah. Or I'm not gay. I'm not homophobic. I have a gay friend. I don't have any gay friends, but I don't like a man. That's just me. You don't like a man, so you don't like me or Ivan. Well, from a from a like a sexual point of view, ah, I see. Not like so you're homophobic. Oh my gosh, you're just you guys are just trying to cancel me, okay? <laughs> so whatever, I will stay silent. Uh, yeah, you don't have right. to stay silent, dude. You just gotta say what you say, man. What you feel, what you know. Yeah. But I'm welcome back to Beans on the yeah. Pod. Here welcome to Beans back in Spin Upon. My name is Hector. I got Ivan here with me. Yeah, you got my me. My name's down. I feel attacked right now. Yeah. And today, what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk about how saying the L word is L a lot. Word. The L oh. word is a bigger thing for guys than it is for girls. Oh, Laxatives? so much to say on this <laughs> Laxatives? topic. Laxatives? Yeah. Now, love, Daniel. Oh, love. Oh. I have so much to say on this. <laughs> Joke's on you guys. I don't even know. You don't know you what don't, love is? You don't love your parents? <laughs> I don't know what love. I want to know. Yeah, yeah I know. Don't get yeah. copyrighted. Oh, crap. <laughs> even from singing it? Are you serious? You can. I oh, mean, my gosh, man. Like, people these days. We're not going to. Copyright. We could. I don't know what they're going to be able to sue us for, Daniel, because we ain't got nothing. Oh, the only problem is we could be later on down the road if yeah, we become true. really big. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to keep in mind. But No, yeah. I'll, the reason I was saying was love the other day was because I was thinking about this real long and hard the other day. Uh, it's very difficult for me, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like guys in general. Because whenever I saw most of my friends' relationships, usually most of the time the girl was more in tune with her feelings than the guys in tune with their feelings. Yep. So that's why I think it takes a little bit longer. But also because, uh, and personal relationships that I've had, but also because I think for us, like the L word when you say is like. If you're saying it to just appease other person, then you're not really meaning it. But whenever they actually mean it, I feel like it's a bigger thing. Not, yeah. not like bigger, like more important. But I mean, like whenever they say it for them personally, it feels like a bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you got to take into consideration because you, you know, they'll probably expect like another. Oh, I love you too. You know. Yeah. Well, not just that. It's just like, uh, for instance, I can have intercourse with a woman and not care. But like, I can be physically attracted to her, but I could not care totally about like her well-being spiritually uh emotionally and everything else like all the things that come with yeah that all that comes with the l word yeah. so like for me i feel like especially in mexican culture i feel like it's a bigger thing yeah so uh oh, man i oh. would say as someone who i i'd like to think i'm pretty in like in tune 
with your emotions? With my emotions for the most part, like I'm like pretty okay at it, but it is like even even then, it is not easy for me to say I love you to anyone. Mm. And like even to my own like my mother who I love the most in this world, I can sometimes just barely say it cuz it's like I don't know, it's it's weird thing of like really? Yeah, it's like it and it's become more like this in recent times, but it's just very it's only like I tend to it's like in the moment where I say I, I love you to someone is in like I'll, I'll be able to say like love you love you kind mm-hmm. of thing or like send the I-L-Y that's nothing and I see that as just kind of like a, oh yeah just a quick little reminder that I love you but I'm not saying that I love you because mm. when I'm able to say I love you to someone it's kind of like I take a moment to realize like oh everything about that person like and I like what I have like oh hey I love you mm. kind of thing I just gotta say it I feel like it's a it's a deep commitment that's why like some guys get scared of it yeah and i like i like because I, i've also noticed it like with the relationships with with like a guy and a guy and then a girl and a girl mm-hmm. like whenever i've seen like friends that just happen to be girls and they hang out with them together and i'll watch their interactions and i've seen where they're just like oh girl i love what you're in or they go for their like they're complimenting each other yep. or whatever and then they'll go like oh like they're leaving i'll be like i love you girl and all this stuff and then with a the guy their interactions are like our natural interactions is like kind of like bust jokes with each other. Yeah. You know, grabbing. Yeah. Messing around, doing stupid stuff. Yeah. And then at the end, you don't really say, uh, I love you. Mm-hmm. Like even uh, like I'm still uh, like, cause I kind of want to, uh, I've been wanting to start working on like myself as well. Yeah. Like self healing and everything like that. I don't, maybe not self healing, just getting a better person in general. Yeah. I see what you're And saying. I realized that with my brothers, I can be like, Oh, See you, bro. Love. Got love for you. Or something like that. Or like, and with your like really good friends, they'd be like, hey, see you, bro. I got you if you need anything. Like, you don't say I love you or. Mm, I say I love you guys. Yeah, but. Dang it. But you're more like, I also feel like you're more in tune with your emotions than most people are. Really? I do. I I think you're more. uh, Maybe also because you, you've kind of protected yourself. You kind of built your like. That might have a little bit to do with it. You could say like incubator. Hmm. Of like your emotions, you don't. Really I don't know like, if I should be offended. No, 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 like, no, no, no. For instance, yeah, like for yeah, instance, yeah. like with I me, like I've had intercourse with women. I have no feelings for. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't. Yeah. So uh, that probably is like a detriment to me. But even though I still do it, it's like it affects me in another way. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? Whereas you, you haven't. So you probably are more in tune with your emotions than I am. Yeah, because to me, I don't. I don't really have a problem saying I like, love you. Yeah. Like I, I say I love you to my mom. Like and oh, I say I love you to my mom and my dad. Even to you guys, you know, yeah, like, and to but like I never go like like with my most of my other friends. I'll just be like, oh, I got you, bro. Or and you need anything, I'm here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you never really say, you never really go out of your way. Be like, call them, be like, how you doing, bro? I love you. Just to say I love you. No. So. Yeah, yeah. He's what he's, he's, he's gets mad at me when I just call him. <laughs> like, I can just text him. <laughs> be like, well, I can't say I can't say I love you to my to my homie. Because really no, like it feels weird. Yeah. It feels weird. I really like this topic other. because it's like very broad and there's a lot of sense you, you can hit on. So like one of the things I wanted to hit on real quick was like how you said like you said it to your dad like you say you love I love you to your dad. Like and I, I've noticed that like you initially will tell your dad or whatever mm-hmm. like you don't I don't tell my dad I love him. I've told mm-hmm. him like I could probably count on my hand uh, my left hand how many times I've told my dad I love him oh, in my really? life not because I don't love him I love yeah. my dad like with all my heart I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him yeah for sure but like I don't know Daniel like do you tell your dad that you love him 
I would say probably more times to my mom than my dad. Yeah. Because I mostly see my mom in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And my dad would be, like, gone to work most of the times. And then, like, on occasion, I'll say it to him. Yeah. Okay. Like so I, I say it more to ish. my mom than I do yeah, my dad. Yeah, definitely my mom. Yeah. For yeah. sure, but I say more more to my mom than my dad. But yeah. I, I think the one thing that helped me was my dad's the one who kind of... Like, started to do it? Started to yep. do it, too. Like, I, uh, like whenever we were... I want to say we hit, like... I remember I was, like, 12, 13, you know. Maybe it was, like, 12 or 13. And my dad was very... Uh, you know how like it's old school Mexican. Yeah. You know, there's just like you got to do this, and if you mm-hmm. don't do it, you're not up to par. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. And he still is a certain instances like that where he like he holds me to a standard of how he wants me to do certain stuff. Yeah. But uh, for me, it was like he kind of was the one who's like uh, he because uh, I remember he'd always call me like nicknames. He wouldn't just be like Ivan or or Isro or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. He'd be calling me like Campion or whatever, and that kind of like I feel like it eased it a little bit. And then also was that he was the one who'd be like, or like whatever. And so it kind of got more natural after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Because I know if he, I, if he wouldn't have done it, then I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, okay. I you know what I'm that. saying? Because sure. I know for a fact I wouldn't have done it first if he yeah. wouldn't have done it. Because I was so, I don't know if it was with you guys too, but I was so scared of my dad whenever I was growing up. Like from like ages from, I want to say like seven to like 12 yeah and i feel I was, like that was I, I was like i was there. i respected my dad yeah but also scared yeah you didn't want to get on his bad side huh? exactly. yeah, get yeah. the the cinto out like yeah and like whoop the hell out of you i mean i remember sometimes i did a lot of stupid stuff but i remember i remember there was a time my dad hit me with a stick i remember the first oh. and only time my dad hit me <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i never did anything wrong ever again yeah. dude uh, i got is I, it abuse i don't think that's i feel like that's another topic that we could go after that one yeah, after this. Yeah, one. We'll yeah, go yeah, after yeah, this. Because I yeah. see a lot of comments. There we go. We'll say that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that for later. We'll like, hit on that one a little bit. Maybe, but that's the thing. Yeah, we'll hit on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll hit on that one in a second. We'll put a pin on. Going off of like him doing that, like from those ages, I also kind of realized it built, it built me to kind of always be looking forward after my decisions. Yeah, yeah. Like, because in a weird way, him whooping me after doing something stupid was like in its own way, like. Him telling me your decisions have consequences mm-hmm. and benefits. And I never looked at it that way before that. But then at like 12, 13, like that's whenever he started being more vocal. And like, you know how like, I don't know if you guys ever did, but like, did your dad ever have that bees and bees? and No, no I just. Never, yeah, right. I think it messed me up a little bit. But yeah. I, I didn't remember it either until one day I started looking back and my dad really didn't have that conversation. He just. I, I think I had it as well. No, like I'm thinking, like I kind of, I kind of, sort of had it. I like, I yeah, sort of had it just because he's like one time because uh, you know dad's always working, especially in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're always working in like the harder fields and yeah. stuff like that, mm-hmm. like oil field or whatever they're doing. And I remember I went with him to a location and whatever, and he'd take me on like weekends, and I hated it because that means I'd have to wake up early in the morning on a Saturday <laughs> and going with them somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But I remember him having a conversation with me where it was like more, it was more like, hey, Miko, like, uh, you do know that, because he, I think he already knew that I knew about it. Yeah. You know, you kind of go through school and then at that moment, I think they were starting to jailbreak iPods. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I jailbroke yeah, an iPod. Yeah, I got you. I might be it wasn't 13. Uh, I did. I don't think we jailbroke our first until Didn't 16. Did you get in trouble one time? Not me, Israel. Oh, that was Israel. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Israel yeah. jailbroke yeah. his iPod. <laughs> and then he downloaded all the 
all the like porn stuff and everything on there, which I can't blame him. Uh, I've been, I've done the same thing. Oh, the PSPs. The oh, PSPs, <laughs> oh my God. Jailbreaking all that stuff, dude. That, that was awesome. I always felt like I was like, man, after I broke something, I yeah. was always like, dang, dude, I think I could hack into the government. <laughs> oh, I meant more so the PSPs were the porn machines. That's actually, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, uh, go, I'm, oh, go, going off of that, yeah. uh, before I go too far yeah. off of it, mm-hmm. uh, my dad, I remember he kind of told me, he's like, yeah, so you do know how babies are made, right? And I was like, yeah. Because I did, I already had like a general understanding of it yeah yeah you kind of just slide into it and it's just like oh yeah that, that that's that's a thing yeah i you obviously you didn't know all the intricacies yeah it's like it. you, one night you're watching tv and yeah. then it's like oh no parents aren't around you turn yeah. on hbo or cinemax and like wow you learn something yeah like I, yeah you'd be like i'd be watching inspector gadget and it's like the the second movie and i was like five and i was like wait this isn't the first one and then it's just like i come to realize oh it came out before my my birth you know so it's, it's kind of weird I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> Where did you come What are you We're talking at? about sex. I tried to relate somehow, okay? Oh, gosh, dang. What? I don't know. You threw me off. I over. was so confused. <laughs> you threw me off, man. What? You threw me way off with that. That's not the first one? <laughs> I still don't understand. I don't understand where we got off on the spectrum. Actually, I don't know. It made sense in my head. <laughs> I have no idea where you came up with this. <laughs> I get it, dude. Your dad didn't have the sex conversation. <laughs> and you're trying to be with me, dude. You're trying to compete with me and my dad talking about sex too. You and Inspector Kitchen too. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be like, yeah, like you, you just kind of figure it out. Yeah, you just figure it out. Oh, that and me. Like, I feel like, oh, there, this is the, the, the oh. this is a sequel. So. Okay. okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, because, because you know, if you watch a sequel when you're like five <laughs> or six years old, you're, you're, you're kind of confused. Like, it's, it's Inspector Gadget 2. It was like, like, you don't really have the concept of like, oh, this one, the, one or two. Yeah. yeah, one or two. Okay. That's what I was trying to get at. What a stupid okay. analogy. <laughs> my head i was like dude did that not make sense like i just to let you guys know i, I i'm terrible at explaining stuff so that's maybe that's why but that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing sometimes like, you got your best ideas in your dumbest moments yeah Trust yeah me, i know what i'm talking about i love that that's that was so actually really good i mean for people that don't really like it. um you know they don't really, get, really like if like, you watch get the concepts second, you know yeah, yeah like i'm talking about like if you watch the second one and you didn't know there was a first yeah. one yeah, yeah. Like, because you, you don't you know that there's a first or second like one. the concept of like yeah. a one but you figure two. out that there was yeah. one yeah yes. it's yeah. a good That's one but it was yeah. such a stupid <laughs> moment just but he kind of figured out that i kind of knew didn't know all of the other stuff about it but yeah and then he was just like okay you know yeah and then all he told me was Wear a condom after that, so I was just like, "Dang!" And that was whenever that was when we were about to start that cult church. Oh. So, you know, my dad really cared about me at that moment. <laughs> but uh, going back, uh, he kind of knew, and he, after he told me that, I was like, "Man, I know something like a grown up knows." Yeah. Like he, my dad told me. So after that, I was just like, you, you know, felt like a big boy. I felt like a big boy, man. <laughs> I was like, I can handle my shit. Dad. Like you were ready to move out of those tidy whities and go into boxers, huh? I moved out of those tidy whities after. Six years old. I'm still, still in tidy whities. <laughs> you know, I respect but your they're decision. They're pretty loose. I, I do. I always have. They're not tight. I always it's get that, loose ones. Daniel's getting ahead of the curve of being that Mexican dad who goes back to wearing mm, the whities, the tidy whities. Handed my 
like on my stomach, you know. Yeah, just... Daniel's just already there. He won't have to go through that yeah. transition. Ring but, pop in hand. You know. <laughs> but, but going off of that, like the love conversation, like knowing, you know, like having that conversation with my dad helped me. But he's really say said I never had that conversation with him. No. So I guess that means he loves me more than them. So. <laughs> child. I hope they can hear that. You were the you were the first one. I was the first one. I I was the one who took a. After the first one, it's just a coastal ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your sister should know. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably more strict with her, probably, huh? I was probably the spoiled. Oh, yeah? No, no, I was the spoiled. You're the youngest one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I still cringe at those (laughs) moments I had back in my life. (laughs) I remember. I remember all the times you got in trouble for everything. I know. Like, there was a time where I was just, like, just thinking about it. It just makes me feel just disgusted. But now it's like... (laughs) I can learn from it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, like if you cringe from it, it means you're learning mm. from, fair, from fair. those yeah. Oh, but, but, yeah, going off of that, learning from your mistakes. I think that's what uh, I've, <clears throat> I've learned also is, like, my dad also told me about, like, his, like, his past. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. oh, knowing yeah. more about his old stuff allowed me to, like, get closer with him. It was, after that, it was a lot easier for me to say... Like man, I love you, Dad. Mm-hmm. Every now like and then, my dad would give me tidbits of his life that I wouldn't realize. Exactly, that is the biggest. My dad would just some one day just randomly, not me, but tell someone else's story, mm-hmm. and like I'm be like, it's the most like messed up story, and I'm just like not like messed up in a bad way, but it's just like a like a whole combination of things that happen. You're like, Dad, who are you? Like it's like, <laughs> why am I learning about this 22 years later? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, but some whenever I got to meet my dad's like old friends when he was younger uh-huh. like back in mexico they were always like honestly i thought your dad would be dead yeah and i was just like what why they're like your dad's a daredevil man it's crazy <laughs> i was like all right man i was like world star i was like man i got to live up to the rodriguez name dude you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if only they had phones back in the day oh, oh dude imagine can you imagine how Facebook many in how the many 50s. <laughs> oh my god or 40s or yeah but going back to the whole I love you thing. Oh, yeah, going back to that. <laughs> was, oh, uh, yeah, how do we my... do that? So, yeah, uh, let's just go back. So, back yeah, the history. whole thing, like, uh, yeah, it's not easy for me to tell, like, my dad that alone because we never really had that, like, a conversation kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. you just, I mean, I can think of a time just, like, last year, a few months ago, where my dad told me he loved me. Like, I was on the phone with my mom, and my dad chimed in, and then we were just talking for a couple seconds. He said, I love you, and I was just like, yeah, I was surprised, but I was like, yeah, I love you too, kind of thing. And I was like, I won't say it. Like, I, like, I think there's been once where I was just kind of like, yeah, tell your dad. I was like working, building myself. I was like, tell your dad you love him. Tell your dad you love him. And I was like, uh, and then, yeah, I finally did it. But I don't know why. And like, and for whatever reason, it's become really hard for me to tell my mom that I love her as well. Mm. To kind of just be like, yeah, I love you, mom. I don't know. But I don't know. I, well, with me, it's always been really easy with my mom. Yeah. I think it's just because she's always. I feel like it's because she's always said I love you. Like mm-hmm. even. I, there's not a day that goes by where she hasn't told me she loves me. Yeah. And then she gets mad at me if I don't make way for conversation with her to be able to tell her that but for her to tell me she loves me. Yeah. And and in a weird way, I've because I'm still not looking for a girlfriend, but I've also realized that uh, treating I know realize now like treating my mom a certain ways that that's the way I want to be able to treat a significant other going yeah. forward. So. Because you have an uh, what is it. The like an emotional the Ed- tie, Oedipus, Oedipus Rex. Complex. Oh no, I don't have. I don't have an Oedipus. Com- an Odyssey. A what? Oedipus complex. Yeah. You know, it's like where they say like you. Usually, you oh, most guys tend to marry women that are like their mom. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the Oedipus, like, Oedipus the whole story complex. was like, yeah. oh, he fell in, I think he accidentally fell in love with his mom. No, yes. no, not even that. It's just, it's called that because of a simple thing throughout the story of Oedipus Rex. Yeah, I think Sigmund Freud also yeah, loved yeah, his yeah, mom yeah, more, yeah, too. Yeah, that's another yeah, thing. Fr- Freud, yeah. Freudian. Freudian. Yeah. Pretty sure he did, too. Hmm. But I don't, I, my main is just like, I like appreciate my mom. Yeah, it's like, he's like, like, you want those qualities. Like, yeah. yeah. It's those well, qualities. Like, it's not really even those qualities because, like I say, like, my mom's like, Light skin Mexican, so like from like Tijuana, mm-hmm. and I when, I when I go over there most of the time in Tijuana, I realize that, or the only few times that I've been, there some of them are the darker, you know, because like Mexicans are like on a spectrum of uh, color, yeah. Know, like my dad, my guy, yeah, my dad as well. My dad's like almost dark. really really dark. Yep. Like honestly, Burnt some toast. some people come up to my dad like like when they're the other black dudes are like, what's up, brother. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then my mom's just like very very, very light skin. My mom as well. And so, whenever I don't, I, I prefer girls that are a darker complexion, like almost African, actually Nubian, yeah, Nubian, Nubian. Nubian. But like, uh, I I do like the the qualities of, I think like loyalty and all those other stuff mm. that every guy kind of like mm-hmm. looks for. I can agree with that. Yeah. So that one I do, and I think that's the most thing I respect about my parents. Is like they've been married for so long and. They still try with each other, and that I, and that's what I also realized. I want, I kind of want to look up on the, I'd like to look up like the marriage rates in like in Mexican households. Well, you like guys the, the divorce rates. I'll try to see what it is. But you know, I'm, I'm, I truly I bet think it's balanced. I would say I feel like it's gonna be high. You think it's gonna be high? I, from well, all the novellas I've seen, okay, then probably high. You think so? Mm-hmm. La Rosa de Guadalupe, el próximo sábado. <laughs> <laughs> Tecate con carácter. Hey, man. I like watching some good news. You know, every once in a while when, you know, I've taken a couple shots. There's actually been this one show that I've been really liking. That's like a Mexican El Señor show. de los Cielos. <laughs> no, not, not, not that one. Not that, one. that one's a Narcos ripoff. Nah, I really don't know. Uh, Basically, I they get these the really place. famous um, Mexican celebrities. And mm-hmm. they do, they act like a scene on a, on a stage. But here's the kick. The stage is really slanted. Mm-hmm. And when they get the camera on them, they level it out with the camera. So as they're acting, you can see them kind of struggle. Uh-huh. And like oh, all the stuff okay, is okay, like okay. sliding down. Like like all the crap starts sliding down. But like the way the camera's angled, it's like straight. It's like head on like with yeah. them, right? Yeah, okay, but like gotcha. before the audience, they're 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 freakishly angled, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny. That, I forget what it's called, but like, really I feel like, I feel like that would be an awesome concept for Hollywood. Or just like a game show? Yeah, like, a game, a, show, game, yeah. like yeah. a game show. Like get, get celebrities to act out, but like on a slanted uh, stage. That is I would actually, love to I, see I really that. like that idea. I, I kind of want to watch it now. I'd like to yeah. see. So if you can figure out the name and send it in the group chat. Yeah. yeah, I can, I can, I can, uh, I can ask one of my one of my peeps. Right. I'd like Someone to see name. Joaquin Phoenix on that stage. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Like, cause dude, you'll see these guys like fall all the yeah, way down and it's, it's just so funny. That and normally I don't fun. like, like Mexican, game like shows. watching, uh, like novellas sometimes. Like it's a game show, but like, you know, uh, anything that's on like on Mexican channels, like I won't be like, Oh, I want to watch this. You know, like I'll go to it. You're, myself but like with this show i'll go to it you mean to tell me that you don't sit down every night to watch uh, la rosa de guadalupe and no if my parents have it on i'll, I'll watch it i just i won't I don't, i'm not gonna change the channel to that channel what was the most cringy uh novella you've ever watched with your cousins or with your parents because i got one on the top of my head yeah. that i've watched 
That was the most cringy that I watched, but I couldn't stop watching it while I, I was remember, there. I remember. I'll tell you guys mine, and then uh, unless you guys want me to tell mine first. Since you already have your survival. Yeah, mine, mine was, like, yeah, it, might, it might take me mine, mine was uh, Rebelde. <laughs> Rebelde was... He's a rebel. Oh, my gosh. I hate that one so much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Gosh, dang. My cousins love that show. Oh, I'm my like, cousins loved it, too. My, shoot. It, my gosh. Uh, my cousins I used to watch that one in Mexico. So my cousins in Mexico. We would sit down and just they, they'd be like, oh, Ivan, you tienes que ver este. Es rebelde. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. They were actually on Cartoon Network one time. Were they? Really? Yeah. Rebelde? Yeah. Oh. yeah. There was a, when they would do, they still had like those Fridays. Uh, where like, every time, you know, when they did like new episodes, mm-hmm. they actually had like people like present it. What was it called? It was called Fridays. Here's the video. You guys want to see it? Oh man, I swear I hate it. It's like uh, I hated that I I couldn't like, stop RVD, watching that show with them. I never watched it like by myself or anything. But every time my cousins, they always were. Yeah. Anytime I was around my cousins, she, they'd always want to. Wait, know, never mind. This isn't gonna, you, you guys can't hear the audio of this. Yeah, but yeah, but just... yeah, that song always stuck in my head after that. And yeah, mm-hmm. I hated that I knew that song. <laughs> For a second, I hated my cousins because of it. <laughs> I did it. That, really. It's a hot mess. Is the Reddit the Mexican version of Degrassi? Maybe. <laughs> That's probably what it is. To give for some perspective on the show, or anything? Maybe I don't know. I, don't I didn't know. even watch Degrassi. I, I, I watched. They ain't got no no Drake. <laughs> hey, right. yeah, they do. They got that one girl that was like really popular after that. Oh yeah, name her. Name her. I don't know. <laughs> why, why can we name Drake then? I That's think I, true. I could probably name her. <laughs> I can't remember her name. I know she was really pretty on, on the, the tip show. Of my tongue. That that's what I did notice about him. And anytime I swear on the novellas, dude, some of those women were too good looking. Dude, no, very pretty. But like uh, I don't remember what something about. There was this one that my parents. It was not even cringy. Like maybe the story of it is cringy just a little bit. But I was so intrigued with the storyline because it was this one. It had the name Rostro, and it's in like it was like your face or whatever. Mm-hmm. Had the name in that in the title, and. Uh, so essentially what it was was like this show where like it's this one woman who uh, gets her like face like it's almost like face off mm-hmm. the movie <laughs> where they take her face and put it onto someone else. And there's like three clones of this woman. And like, I don't know what it is. Like, it's like it's like this fever dream in my head right now that I'm thinking of. But I, it's such familiar. an it's such an intriguing one. And then there was the other one with William Levy and this girl in it called Marichui. And like that one was one they watched a lot. I don't remember the name of that one, but. That yeah. one sounds familiar. Uh, the one, oh, obviously, yeah, El Chavo del Ocho too. Oh, I love I didn't mind El Chavo del Ocho, but I did realize That's growing up, there, there was there that humor is more slapstick humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, kind of like Charlie Chaplin esque. Yeah, probably not as dirty as Charlie Chaplin though. At least that I remember. But that was also very interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked El Chapo de Lo- Chavo de Locho and then El Capulín, I think that's what it was El called. Chapulín. El Chapulín. Colorado. El Chapulín, Colorado. If we can't um, pronounce our R's, if you can't tell. Yeah. I can. I can do it. Can yeah. Only when I have a Mexican beer in me. As you can see, I have nothing I can't roll my R's. I wish I could roll my R's. I can roll my R's pretty well. I can. I kind of can. The one word that I can't do is Pedro. can't say Pedro in Spanish. Pedro? Pedro. can't do I feel like that. I feel like it just takes a while. Like you have to practice rolling your arms. But kind of like my uh, barking. Yeah, don't do not do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it once. No, don't you do it. Please, I want to do it. Move away from the mic a little bit if you're gonna do it. Yeah, if you're gonna do it. I gotta spit my throat. I can't. Never mind. 
All right. Well, <coughs> epic fail. Yep. Yeah, but we're we always fail. I'm a failure. <laughs> I feel like life. Uh, yeah, it's all right, but I feel like we all do. We all got our things to suck at, but uh, oh, it, uh, it do be talk, like that. Talking about uh, uh, taking some losses, I don't think because uh, in Mexican household households, you have to take a good ass whoopings every once in a while. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I consider that abuse. It's one thing to uh, like yeah. spanking, mm-hmm. and it's another thing to like. I see. I've kind of come to the mindset of like it's one thing to spank your kid. And it's another thing to be like grabbing like a, a whip or whatever and hitting your kid for it. <laughs> Wait, like yeah. what, what kind of whip? Like uh, like a tree like branch. I've heard tree branch or a I, I've gotten hit by a tree branch. But it might be a little. I I think it might be going a little too far. I don't know, dude. I, I, I honestly think. But that's so. because I went into like a like a like a sewer. Well, not like a sewer, but like a like a like a hold in the ditch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got in trouble for that. So. <laughs> Mine was one because I don't remember what I mean. Is we're fighting about. Had to do something with Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> it had something to do with Hot Wheels, but no, it really did. No, I it had something to do with hot, hot Wheels, and I think we started like throwing them at each other because <laughs> oh we were like gosh. mad at each other. And yeah, I, I honestly don't think it's like obviously through the moment I hated it, but I honestly do think it builds you at, as a better character. But then the thing is, like, there are other ways that could also do the same thing that don't involve hitting. Your child. I mean, like there what? there are studies that like, but but that, hitting, that, that only works it. if you have money. What do you mean? Like, okay, like it works if like you give your kid like a phone, uh-huh. and then you could take it away from them. Well, right. it's just like you just there's just a simple timeout. Like, well, you can't do anything. Like, you just yeah, go sit in that corner. I don't corner. think so. I don't think that's the same. I don't think that gives the same level of effect. I don't know. Like, I, I like, again, like, I'm, I'm not like like. like we gotta discuss this, but yeah, yeah, but there, there are there have been plenty of studies. Like I, and again, this is from someone who, uh, like, I think it's fine to like spank your kid, like, like if they get out of line, like it's fine. I think, or like if they're just not listening, but like even then, like if when I grow up or like when I or I'm already grown up, right? But like when I have a kid, I don't, I, I'm going to like start like no, I'm not gonna hit my kid. I'm going into like the whole thing. Like I have a kid, I'm not gonna hit him. I'm never gonna hit him at all. I'm not saying like I don't know. Maybe maybe my perspective will change as the time goes on. But I'm like when I have a kid, I'm not gonna hit him. Will you roast your kid? Will I roast my kid? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know. I feel like you gotta be able to hit your kid. Um, I, I, but I guess I'm on that mindset because on the littlest I, things, maybe not. But yeah, like, like on the littlest yeah, things, yeah. like uh, okay, for instance, your kid steals something from a store, like a candy bar. Would you hit your kid for that? No, my mom didn't hit me when I stole stuff from the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my ass whooped. <laughs> no, no, she I was did, just I like, steal anything my mom was like, what, what? Uh, sh- keep it, don't say anything. And just, we got out of there. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like she's your accomplice. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, the statue of limitations? I, then again, my dad was the one who found out whenever we, I stole something. So, Well, let's see. And so the one time, okay, so my mom would spank me. And like, uh, and like the whatever. And it was one of those spanks that doesn't hurt, but it hurts you because oh no, your mom hates you kind of thing. It was <laughs> that's the kind of hit yeah. that my mom would do for me. Mm. There was one time. My mom says this doesn't happen. Why do I remember it, mom? There was one time where uh, I was crying, and I remember. I remember specifically. I might have made this memory up. I might have, but I think this happened. Where 
I was crying because my pillow or my bed was very warm. Like not just like, you know, he had the cold side of the pillow. Mm. My pillow wasn't cold on either side. <laughs> it just wasn't cold. And I was like, I started making a big fuss about it. I was like, I can't sleep because my pillow's not cold. And my mom was like, we'll just go to sleep. And then I was like, I can't because my pillow's not cold. And then my mom was like, okay, I'm not doing this. Like we can't. And I started crying a lot. Mm. And I would not stop crying. And, like, I think we ended up in the living room just because I wouldn't shut up and it was late at night. Mm. And my parents are just in the living room there with me. And uh, I'm just, like, my pillow's not cold. And I'm just sitting there, like, crying, crying, crying. And my dad was, like, okay. Well, and then my dad just started. And I'm not saying my dad beat the shit out of me. But <laughs> I remember it like that. And then never again did I remember my dad hitting me ever again. Like, ever at all. I, I, I'm probably remembering it as, like, he beat the shit out of me simply because. Uh, he never hit you before never that? Never hit me before that yeah. at all. Yeah. But, uh, I, that's what I would think. That's probably yeah. My dad was not abusive at all. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, in that also, moment, yeah. I think it also has to do with the intention of your hitting. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like some people, I I, I feel like most people, most parents that that are you know you got your mom and dad or a oh, dad and a dad, you know, free country, you know. I gotta be that man, dude. Hey, I respect that. Uh, you gotta be your own man. Anyway. I do feel like the intention of coming across the spanking has to do a lot with it. Like yeah. if you're just hitting your kid because you're annoyed, that's a difference. That, that is. But but it also is like it's like the thing is like for some parents are thinking, I have to hit my kid because I know if I don't hit my kid, the world is gonna hit him just as hard, and they're not gonna watch out for my kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it. That is. It don't matter what kind of society we're in. You know, it's socialism, society, society, capitalist society. They're not going to care about those kind of things that us as people go through. So yeah. I honestly do feel that you hitting your kid doesn't mean you're a bad person. I do believe it's the intention behind the hit. Because yeah. I always remember my dad telling me, like, and I thought he was insulting me when he was doing it. <laughs> when he's like, that me hitting you hurts me more than it hurts you. And I'm like, screw you, dude. You, you're not feeling my ass right now. You know? I'm like, what are you talking about? But now, growing up, I realize that, you know what? I can see what he means because, you know, I am I feel like I'm a better person in general. Mm-hmm. than, And I usually, I, I always think about my potential consequences of, my actions yeah and i feel like that was has a lot to do with my good ass whoopings that i took whenever i did a lot of stupid stuff or i didn't do what i was supposed to do you know i for sure because i'm i'm more it's not like i'm for like somebody beating the crap out of their kids because i'm not yeah (laughs) not like punching we're talking spanking we're not talking talking, i'm not like i'm talking about like spanking but even i'm going from as far as you know how your dad always has that mexican belt you know like he whooped you with that with the studs on him Oh yeah, with those little studs. That's too far in my book. That's too far in your book. That's not. That's not far enough in my book. My mine too far would be something metal, like you getting a pipe, something like that. (laughs) Oh yeah, that 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 one. Yes, that is. Or or you're punching them. (laughs) Yes, that is also. But but then I also say, uh, I've also seen. I don't know if you've seen that video on Twitter. There was that one kid that uh, got in trouble. Like the police officers brought him back home. And his stepdad, or no, it was actually his dad, I think. Uh, it was a single dad. The son ended up ended up getting uh, arrested for breaking and entering into a house. And so then the dad was like, because the, the kid was, I think he was like 17 years old, almost 18. 
And the dad was like, oh, you think you're a grown man, huh? Like, well, you know what? If you think you're a grown man, put up your fists. <laughs> and so the kid starts trying to fight his dad. And then his dad, you know, just beats him up. But even in that situation, I didn't think it was too far just because of the... Just because I... Like the, I got, the intention behind The intention it. was, look, I'm your dad. I care most about you than anybody else in this other world does. Like, regardless of what people's words say, actions mean more to me. Sure. So for that, I'd be, I was like, no, nah, respect that dad. Like he, cause sometimes, sometimes I, I don't know if you've ever thought this, but like when I hit 16, 16, 17, but for a little bit, I thought I could beat up my dad in a fight. <laughs> I never had that. No. no, I never had that thought. I, well, the only reason was cause I was lifting a lot of weights at that time. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh man, I'm getting <laughs> buff. But I never, never <laughs> in my life thought about like, never thought about like even like threatening my dad, nothing like that. Yeah. But it was only because, like, if, because as a guy, I don't know if you guys ever go through your head, but, like, as a guy, like, sometimes my thoughts are, uh, can I take this dude in a fight? Like, if I'm arguing with somebody, mm-hmm. my back of my mind, I'm like, <laughs> I got, can, I, I, can, I, can I take I him in a fight? Like, in I a would be like, how can I be useful, like, a meat shield in this situation? Because <laughs> I know I can't, well. I'm, I'm always thinking if I could take him or not, uh-huh. in the back of my mind. But that also happens to, like, a guy when you're growing up. You kind of think you're stronger than your dad. And for me, I was lucky. I never, like I told you, like like before 12, I did not really. I loved my dad, but I also had this, like, strong feelings of a fear of of him. But like at like 17, I was like, man, maybe I could take my dad. Because mm-hmm. he'd always tell me stories about him when he was younger. But I never would dare to do anything like yeah. that. Because I honestly did respect my dad too much. And then I also kind of started understanding that. Like when he meant, when he, when he said, "This is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you," I always thought he was like adding insult to injury. But kind of like looking back at it, I can yeah. see what he means. Just because now I don't really, I never try to confront. I'm not confront people, but I never try to get into it with people like on purpose. Yeah, I always try to like walk my walk, walk my road, and if somebody bumps into me and tries to disturb what I'm doing, then fine. But other than that, I'm really easy going. What about that gun? God, 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 God. No, no, no. We're about to go. <laughs> if my life is threatened, uh, what's wait, which amendment is that? The which right one? to bear arms. The second. The second amendment. My second amendment, right to bear arms, freaking shoot people. Yeah. No, oh. but that I I honestly don't think, I honestly believe in the intention behind the ass whooping. And I get that. Like, yeah, it is one thing to just hit your kid for no reason yeah. because you're mad and then yeah. it's another thing to be like well I'm doing this to like it's like oh you did this one wrong thing mm-hmm. and it's like oh, yeah but I think there's better ways of doing it that don't involve hitting I don't know some people are real stubborn man that is the thing but then it's like that then comes down to how you raised your children but yeah there, there. I feel like there's a certain point that it's environment and then a certain point where it's the person who he is or her like cause, for instance Mexican households Rarely do the girls get hit. Yeah. I guess, huh? Yeah, right? Am I right? Yeah. Like, most of the time, they usually, like, they're more, in a weird way, it's very feministic because they talk with them. They always, like, explain why we're doing this. Whereas with the guys, in typical terms, most guys, the only way we learn is if we keep hitting a brick wall. Well, then does that come down to, like, how we are as, like, I mean, I feel like Mexicans are very, like, not in touch with their feeling, kind of, or Mexican yeah. men. Then but, it comes down but to that. That's, but some of it's the, like the environment. But I also feel like that's also kind of like part of our DNA. 
like our or the way we are in certain instances like okay um for instance one of my um, israel for instance He's stubborn. Yes. He's the most stubborn one of us. <laughs> well, I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close with him. But the best way me and him learned was whenever we know that we did something wrong, and then we got our ass whipped. But then, but then my dad also changed it because he knew once you hit that certain age as a guy, it doesn't affect us anymore. Like once I hit 18, my dad could whoop me, but my ass wasn't gonna get hurt anymore. Yeah. yeah. So that's also about changing. But I'm not. But I also realized that. Like for a certain period in a guy's life, you have to take a decent amount of uh, to be respectful towards other people. Because I feel like I feel I honestly truly believe that that that's why so many of the Mexican culture is why family is so big in it because we are like that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, we both we all three of us know most of the time in the Mexican household, the kids try to stay. In, tend to stay closer to the parents because of you know that's how we're raised to be yeah. like, you, like they're gonna take care of us and then once we hit a certain age and they hit a certain age it's our turn to take care of them mm-hmm. well and that's why i feel like that's why you have to have that too i don't know i'm still in big disagreement with the whole like the hidden yeah i'm just like no because i mean even i i feel like i'm very I'm, i feel like i'm an upstanding citizen if anything i'm pretty well, nice it's not, it's not just that but i feel like it also it also provides a way of keep, uh, keeping out our anxiety. What do you mean? Okay, when you do something bad, right? Mm-hmm. Do you not? Ha- and nothing happens. Are you not anxious? No. You're not anxious when when you know you did something bad, but then nothing happens of consequence or benefit. But nothing happens after you did something you knew was bad. I feel like I always feel anxious. No, I feel like, oh, cool, nothing happened. And I just go, really? Oh, cool, I'm all good. Like, I would probably feel like, dude, if something's going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly. I may not, I may not I happen always today, feel like something. Happen. And here's something. the thing. My parents didn't, like, I, I don't know. It sounds like, I don't I don't know. Like, did your parents hate you quite a bit? No, like, no, 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 no. Like, oh, like, 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 we're talking, like, I'm not like, I'm not talking like your parents are like, yeah, like no, every no. single day hit you. No, but it, like, it was, in, and honestly, <clears throat> my butt whoops, but butt whooping stopped at like 14, 14 or 13. And that was mainly because it, he kind of re- like my parents also realized like, like it, that's not the only way to do it. Like you say, mm-hmm. it isn't the only way, but I also feel like there's a, a stage in a, in a kid's life where it's very effective. I mean, but they're, they're kids, like they're, they're children, How kids? <laughs> they're, they're children. <laughs> I could make. I feel like I could make more there's of an children, argument to. There's to, children soldiers. I don't know where we're going <laughs> with this. I'm just saying, dude. There's children soldiers out here. Coney. You telling me? Yeah, exactly. Coney 2012. Yeah, okay. Are you telling me if they didn't get up, if they would have got more butt weapons, maybe they probably would have been children soldiers. You're. <laughs> That's my hot take, right? You're dude. wrong. I'm just saying. I, I will probably never agree with this, but I honestly do feel like there's. Their stages. I'm not just saying that's the only way, yeah. but I'm saying it's a very effective way, especially in the culture we are in. Uh, see, I think it's a super ineffective way. You think so? I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm down for both. I, uh, I don't know. I wasn't like, I, if anything, the more I think about it, like my, like my, like again, I said, my dad hit me once. My mom, if anything, it wasn't like she, my mom never hit me with a belt, never hit me, never grabbed anything to hit me with. It was mm-hmm. a simple like, like a, like, like a slap in the face. Not, not even a slap in the face. No, it was just like, like, arm or like ass where it was just like a, more of a pat and then what hurt me was like oh my mom hit me 
mm-hmm. kind of thing. It was like, like my like mom put a hand on me. Yeah. Like it wasn't because it hurt because like her hit hurt me. Mm-hmm. It was more so the fact that my mom like it hit me. And it was a very small amount of times that she would do that. And I feel like I grew up to be completely fine. And I learned all the things that I needed to learn because of the way that she, like the different, like it wasn't taught. It, was, it wasn't instilled in me because like they hit me. It was because of the way like the they, they went about teaching me that kind of stuff. I, I get what you're saying, but I also think there's there's a thing to be said for like because I, I this is this is the, this is probably going to go like really haywire with you guys right here. What I'm about to say. OK, I am more. I am more scared of disappointing my dad than I am my dad getting angry at me. I mean, no, that's understandable. Yeah. Like, I'm more that. But that was only because I also realized, like, he always told me, like, before he did this, he's like, this is for your good. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I always felt like, you know, like that saying, like, never go to sleep angry. I always felt like whenever he whooped me, it wasn't because, oh, you did this. And then the second it is, he pulls out his belt and then just starts whooping my ass. It was more like. Oh, you did this? Okay. Just wait till we get home. We'll yeah. figure out what we do when we get there. And that always is like, like I knew he never was angry hitting me. Like, because I, I think we all know whenever you're getting, like, when you've been in a fist fight or when you've been in a position where somebody's telling you something because they're angry versus somebody telling you, like, trying to hurt you versus somebody just trying to tell you something, like, critical. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that kind of same way. That's the way I view it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But I do believe but that you see you, there was a benefit. There's a big benefit going. because especially I do, I do truly believe that that there's a benefit in it, especially with the Mexican household, especially the way we're built and the way they teach us and because they teach girls and guys separately in the Mexican household as well. Fair. And I mean, again, I, I very much disagree with a lot of how Mexican upbringing is like, I like, do? Uh, like, I love it. Comes to it. Like some the biggest one being like the machismo kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I heavily disagree with that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That. Like I have heavily separated myself like my dad isn't someone who's like oh he's like stoic or anything he's kind of a little bit in touch but it doesn't show it mm-hmm. and uh, where i mean i just kind of grew up like i'm not gonna be that kind of person i'm very like i'll cry for anything right away mm-hmm. off the bat and i'm just very in touch with my emotions kind of thing i'm just going into that like i have a way of i have an idea of how i raise my kids it's not gonna be anything similar to like how I feel like, like typical Mexican dads are. I feel like machismo's changing though too and it is i mean with because the, like, like uh, when you when you're Okay, like for instance, when uh, when my uncle's drunk or something, uh, and back in Mexico, and he starts crying, like I never look at him like, oh, this guy's a wuss. It's more like, oh, this is my guy's gonna about to tell me something, mm-hmm. you know, like that really deeply affected him or something like that. I don't know. I feel like machismo's, like I, I'm, I feel like we can. I I do agree with you. The machismo thing is like you stereotypically you always look at machismo as stoic and man a few words yeah and everything yeah but i also feel like sometimes it's sometimes it's what we want to see and not what we are seeing because like my form of machismo which could be you could say some people could consider it toxic but my form of machismo is like relying on sometimes relying on oneself to relying on oneself for a lot of their own stuff like uh my form of machismo is like uh that I think it could get too far is whenever you're not able to tell the people that truly care about you, like some of your 
deeper problems. Okay, now you get hitting too close on what I am. <laughs> like that's that's me. Like, but that's that's another form yeah, of machismo. Right, you see what I'm okay. saying? And I yeah. And one of the biggest things I'll say is I'm a big hypocrite. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I am things. too. Yeah, same here. Like yeah. I will I will preach one thing and then go turn right around and not do it. Yeah, no, nah, but that's how the human is. Yeah, you know, we we try, and and that's not a bad thing. Is like you recognizing that some of your faults. It's not a bad thing yeah. either because it to act like you can already be the finished product. That you are at the age of whatever you yeah. are at the moment. Yeah. That's kind of that's true. kind that of unrealistic. True. That is true. Very, very true. You, I, mean, I, I feel like a man it. doesn't start being a real man until he gets thirty six. Understandable. I wouldn't disagree. I, I at least and that's even my then personal. It's still and even then, it's still because mm-hmm. like I, I think that's the biggest misconception about this world is that there's no real adults in this world. Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to find their way. And that's, yeah, I you know? agree with that. Like er- everybody at the age of 70, like that's the one thing I always respect most about like these billionaires or whatever, like Warren Buffett, when they're like, man, I'm still trying to learn mm-hmm. because they know at the end of the day, they're still not a finished product. The yeah. guy's reading knowledge about other stuff that he clearly knows nothing about, yeah. you know, and, and that's not a bad thing. I feel like sometimes that's the one thing I do hate about like you say machismo. Like, sometimes we're not as open as we should be, mm-hmm. you know, like, I want to that like, true. I, that's the one thing that's the, the tough, even with me, I don't, I sometimes I don't share like certain stuff with some of my closest friends. I mean, but with my really, really close friends, they know almost every dirtbag thing I do, <laughs> but you know, like, <laughs> uh, with them, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, and that's also why I don't, I'm not, I don't consider myself a religious person. Cause I like having like a, like a beer or tequila or something to be able to have those moments with your really close friends to be able to be like, dude, man, I thought about this messed up stuff the yeah. other day, <laughs> you know, like I thought about, you know, terrible things like machismo stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, real mine, deep mine, stuff. Yeah. Real deep stuff that sometimes we as guys don't like talking about. <clears throat> I like, cause, uh, I do really, I, I do really think that's the the best way to combat. Because machismo, I don't think is a bad thing in and of itself, but I think we could go too far with it. Is my my biggest problem is like sometimes to be able to truly be open and open minded enough to be able to take in all the information to mm-hmm. be able to be like, yeah. okay, I don't know this. Like with some of my past instances with other people, I realized that that was their biggest problem. They they already think they know everything. Yeah. Okay. And then boom, they're like, "I'm not ready. I'm I'm not growing from there." Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's the biggest thing that I I, f- I see is the biggest mistake sometimes of machismo. And and going back to like the the butt whoopings, I I think that the reason I I think that butt whoopings allow for it is like there's a you know because I'm I'm also in the universe of like karma. Mm-hmm. I yeah. honestly think whatever you put out in the world comes back. So I always think that if I do something bad. There has to be something bad that happens, like to back to, to me you because because I've also been raised that way, where that butt whoopings was one of the things. Because uh, once I started getting into like fourteen, fifteen age, my dad would like ground me, and that was it was like extent, and he'd make me do a lot of stuff that I didn't really want to do, like work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I got to go pull weeds or go do physical labor, stuff yeah. like that, and that was another form of punishment. But I do feel like in those that age from seven to thirteen, I do think is like your most profound years of learning the way the world works in its own way. So whenever 
because uh, there is the percentage nowadays of like more people now, more younger people nowadays are growing up more anxious, and like why? Like the only thing I can think of is the amount of whoopings have gone lower compared to back in our day, mm-hmm. or at least my day, and even before that, it, they went lower. Is it wait, wait? Is that statistic like there that more, like people, more people are, are getting more anxious? And more anxious, or like are more open to admitting that they are anxious? That's an interesting take. I need to read that upon yeah. that one. I maybe it's a little bit of both. Like it's a little bit of like they are getting more anxious then, because they're more open about saying they're anxious. But I also but think there's also another correlation. To the yes, fact of like people being anxious. Yeah, like I I truly believe that that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's not the only thing. Yeah, but like, uh, what are the contributing factors? It's a contributing so factor. Yeah. Cause like, I'm trying to think. I most of my friends that in and when I went to college that were that were lived in the bigger cities, but they lived in sur- suburban areas. Mm-hmm. And I met them and I talked with them, and they were always telling me about like stuff that they were anxious about. I was never anxious about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I also realized like their upbringing was a lot different. Theirs was very, uh, oh. Uh, your timeout. That's it. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. the extent of it. Like with me, I always, uh, I'm always afraid of confront, not confront. I'm not afraid of a confronting person, but I know if I go confront another person in the back of my mind, I always know this dude can swing at me. Those guys, when they get into confrontations in the back of their mind, they're never thinking this fool can swing at me. I, I, I think that's, it has an added, added effect to it. You see what I'm saying? To the anxiety? To to the anxiety. Wouldn't it be more... Wouldn't it provide more anxiety if you're thinking, this guy could swing on me at any moment? No, because you know, you're know you aware of what can, what can happen. Whereas with those other people, they're not. They're not. I mean, I don't know. That's weird. I'm I feel like sure. I would be much more anxious if I was thinking, like, this guy could swing on me. Anytime I'm in a confrontation, again, like, I am just like, I don't know what this person is going to do, so, like, it doesn't matter. So, I think, like, I'm not anxious because I don't know what they're going to do. It's much so, like, I'm less anxious because I'm like, well, I don't know. What you're like, gonna I do. wish I had a gun with like, me. I, <laughs> well, I'm like, not that guy far, but I'm just saying, I think I always, I'm always aware of that. Like if this thing, if this conversation breaks down to the bare minimum, bare minimum, we're fighting. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> wait, wait, isn't that in itself a form of anxiety? Like you're always on edge of the fact that like if this, or not on edge, but like you're always thinking like, well, if this gets too far down, no, like, well, I'm in a fight. No, because point. I know what can happen. You see what I'm saying? Like, I already know that that's the worst that can I, happen. I kind of follow, yes, but it's like, just and, Whereas, as whenever you don't have that, you don't know what can happen. So, so you're <laughs> anxious about everything. I get what you mean, but it's just such a weird concept of like, it's almost like you're anxious about maybe getting into a fight. Like, that's just kind of almost what it, I get what you mean. Yeah. But it's because I know that that can happen. So I'm not that anxious. I know the worst that thing can happen here is like, me like, this guy is I get my ass whooped and I've already had my ass whooped before. You see what I'm saying? I guess I follow your like logic, but I honestly believe that. I I, <laughs> I honestly think that that's why I'm I'm not afraid to get into confrontations. I never look for a confrontation. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not afraid. Okay, to get so into... that, that I will concede to that because I'm I'm never looking for confrontation. If I can avoid a confrontation, be like, yep, out of here. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind confronting a confrontation. Mm-hmm. Somebody coming to me and doing it. Now, if I started, that's a different feeling. Yeah. Like if I do it and I go out of my way. A little part of me is always thinking, okay, if I'm confronting this person about something, I'm the one who started it. I either they're gonna finish it or I. That's when I get anxious. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Like a little bit. And and because I'm the one who com- did the com- yeah. uh, confrontation, 
And that's that's the way I look at things. I, I honestly think, and I'm not saying obviously, beat your kids, <laughs> but I do think that there's but. there's uh, I do think that there's a thing <laughs> where it helps. I do feel I don't feel obviously I feel anxious whenever you know you got a big exam coming up or you know you're worried about grades and stuff. But that's like typical stuff that you're anxious yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. But I don't I don't feel like I'm too anxious about other things where oh. Oh man, this person's looking at me funny. You know, like what can happen here? Like, I guess. if I know if a guy's looking at me funny, this either guy wants to ask me a question, uh, wants to know who I am, or wants to beat my ass. Or, 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 three things. or wants to get your digits. Or wants to get my digits. You know, <laughs> in which case, then you're very yeah. like flattered. It's yeah, like, thank I, you. But I, uh, I actually get flattered when the game gets. I would too, because it's like. Again, it's like yeah. still there from Gabriel. Like, it's like, like I have boost. options. Like, I ha- if I did go that way, I'm it's nice to like, know that uh, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I don't mind it. Yeah. But that, I honestly do feel like, you know, everybody needs a little ass whooping every once in a while. And that's why I also think some girls get so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that video of the guy that was on the subway and the girl was like hitting him and hitting him and hitting him? And then he had like an eight ball jacket and she was calling him names, everything. Yeah, it sounds familiar. And then and then all of a sudden like she was hitting him too. So then he just turned around and just slapped her. And Daniel, what do we say about that? Equal rights, equal fights. <laughs> and I feel like that right there I'm is all a about good equality. way to end the podcast for today's episode. And I appreciate you guys appreciate you guys yeah. listening to this. We'll get more into the equal rights, equal fights <laughs> thing next week. Hopefully Thank we can put that video with some parts of it so you guys can see it. Even more than that, just 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 plain old abuse, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, <laughs> no, guys. No. Thank you. Cancel me. Please on the podcast.